Welcome to the Fatherfucker Podcast with your host, Frankie Pineapple. I once read a philosophy of psychoanalyst Carl Jung that has never left me. I'm paraphrasing, per usual, but it goes something like this. People go out into the world seeking through relationships what their mother gave them and what their mother did not give them, what their father gave them and what their father did not give them. Now, I hope this doesn't diminish all the romance and sexiness out of intimacy, but the concept struck a deep chord and rattled around in my psyche for years while an image developed. I imagine humans walking around with Darth Vader-like lightsabers projecting out of them and illuminating the way in their search for intimate relationships that might fill their needs and heal the original trauma wounds that formed in their developmental years, via their parental relations. I picture these light beams projecting out of an individual and occasionally crossing paths with the light beams of another individual whose issues spark just right with theirs and create a chemical reaction that might lead to the healing or playing out of childhood trauma to drive the evolution of the soul's journey. Like when two people's projections cross just right in the night, the spark occurs and individuals draw together like magnets. Instinctively, we know when we meet people who might carry a healing or a learning lesson for the ultimate experience of our life purpose. I've also read that through intimate relationships, we have the opportunity to work out our deepest pain, satisfy our needs for healing and resolve, and hopefully the experience guides us toward happiness, fulfillment, and ultimate wholeness. Sometimes we attract partners who provide an opportunity to recreate past or childhood trauma in an attempt to make it turn out better this time around. Have you ever wondered why we have no choice in whom we love and to whom we attract? Why can't we choose to be attracted to someone when we're not, no matter how hard we try, or how good we think someone might be for us? Why are we often repelled or suffocated by those who are most quote-unquote in love with us? Why are women attracted to bad boys? Why does chemistry flow between certain people and not others? Why do young, beautiful women date older, powerful men? Why are old men attracted to young women? Can a healthy dynamic exist between two people with 30 to 40 years between them? Or is that simply mommy and daddy issues making manifest? How many times have you heard, so-and-so is dating her father, or I'm beginning to realize I've married my mother? It makes sense when viewed from this perspective. Now, my father-fucker concept blurs the lines between fiction and reality, comedy and tragedy love, and desire. It is a channel through which I have come to terms with the tragic death of my father when I was a little girl. The type of experience I now understand has exactly 0% chance of not affecting a child down to the core of their being. Thank God for the art forms of writing and music, which give me the gift of healing and even finding humor in the face of pain. 
Fatherfucker is a platform through which I hope to share my healing with others who have suffered their own traumas, no matter how vastly different. My journey has led me to a clearing in which I have the space and clarity to identify red flags, patterns, codependence, vicious cycles, and reasoning, or lack thereof, behind knee-jerk emotional reactions, and the dynamics I've created in my relationships with others, especially with men, both intimate, friendship, and business. I hope this podcast provides insight to others who find themselves stuck in painful, cyclical relationship patterns, which is where I spent most of my life. Today I am single, soulful, and more free than I've ever been. I still backpedal, fall down, and make mistakes, often taking two steps forward and one step back. Buddhist philosophy says, as long as we are trying, we are succeeding. I am trying. As well, I'm fairly confident that as my relationships continue to grow, and as I enter into future intimate relationships, they will be healthier than past relationships. My eyes will remain open and out of denial and out of fantasy land. And if toxicity develops, I will address it or move on. So this episode represents a turning point in the life of my podcast. If you've listened previously, you know, Fatherfucker is my novel, which I've been recording as an audio drama podcast for the past year. During recording, an internet radio station invited me to host my podcast on their platform, which developed into a full-on talk and music radio show, which I've been producing for the past five months, called Dig So Deep. At some point, the recording of my podcast and radio show overwhelmed me, so I put the recording of my novel on hold. Now I've combined the two projects, whereby interweaving present-day Dharma talks with chapters of my father-fucker novel, as well as other bits of fiction, poetry, and original music, which all tie thematically into my podcast. I've received pushback and even disdain over my choice of titles. The title Fatherfucker is tongue-in-cheek and has a deeper meaning than the surface connotation might draw. This is not about incest. I've been working on my novel for 18 years. It's a coming-of-age story that continues to develop, as do I. At its conception, I titled the manuscript Signs in the Night, taken from a poetic bit of dialogue in the manuscript. This working title remained for years until I gave the book a page one rewrite in 2015, switching from the third person to the first person point of view and giving the writing a more raw and intimate style. I came up with the title Father Fucker, took a risk, and changed it. I figured at the very least it's more catchy and, shall we say, penetrative than Signs in the Night. Why are people comfortable with the term motherfucker and not fatherfucker? Is this simply an example of sexism? Or is it merely a trigger? Instead of folding to criticism over my title, I've chosen to double down. The deeper meaning of this title is more important to me than worrying over what people might think of me, and maybe even more important than the knowing that I probably turn away a lot of listeners. Maybe one day I'll get over my artistic stubbornness and my lack of couth. So, the first 11 episodes of this podcast are chapters from the Fatherfucker Manuscript. Episodes will now alternate with present-day Dharma talks that dive into the life of an independent artist, moi, covering topics such as relationship dynamics, addiction, self-help, the war of art, music, travel, and spirituality, with a comedic touch. Life is nothing if it ain't absurd, baby. What you've just listened to is my very first Dharma Talk. Go back to the beginning and listen to my novel chapters, if you haven't already, and tune in next week for the next chapter. Signing off now, 
Frankie Pineapple. 